Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Natural Hat Trick with Luke Lipinski, Craig Morgan, and Jamie Eisner. Welcome to episode 215 of the Natural Hat Trick podcast alongside Craig Morgan <laughs> and Jamie Eisner. The Natty Hattie at night. Oh yeah, after dark Natty Hattie. After we dark. we waited for the sun to go down to record this. Is that what we did? Craig fed us again. Craig did. So if this is a, a second good show when you feed us, you're going to have to feed us every, every show. I don't yeah. like this trend. That's, mm. uh, you, you're the one that started this. Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm swell. Okay. You? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we went to start the show and you couldn't stop coughing and now you're bleeding out, you said. I yeah. am bleeding out. Yeah. So that's your definition of swell? Well, you know, I'm, I'm there will a tough be swelling. Guy, Luke. Okay. It's actually just a hangnail. But, but it is bleeding a upper, surprising bo- upper, amount, bo- upper body injury day to day. I might even say week to sure week. what to do here. Great. Yeah, <laughs> just, just wipe the blood on your yeah. shirt. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> do we need to take a break? Uh, uh, <laughs> Are you going to pass out? No, I'll let uh, you know. Oh, yeah. okay. If you pass out into his laptop. Yeah, it'll probably become apparent. This was the one time we could take a break, though. If you pass out in the middle of the show now, Jamie and I are just going to keep going. Okay. Uh, I, there's probably not... A lot of people in Toronto that would hate that, actually, after what you did to their country this yeah, week. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm, a, I'm an awful person. I don't know what to say. All no, I did was ask a few questions, and Austin Matthews responded with some very positive answers, and he freaked out the entire city of Toronto. Which isn't that hard to do, <laughs> no, is it? it really isn't. It's just a reminder of how nuts that fan base is, and many in the media. Do you think they will be more or less crazy when they finally win a cup? Like a real cup where there's more than three teams in the league. There will be a window. Like there's a small window after they win. Will they'll be like... This sounds very poetic. Like in, in a cottage? What's yeah. inside this window? Yeah. Potted One plants? cup. Oh. <laughs> One cup. <laughs> Every 50 plus years. Uh, <laughs> there'll, be a small, there'll, there'll be a honeymoon period. Somewhat. I mean, it's not like they're not going to care. But there'll be a little bit of a honeymoon period. And then a couple years later, they'll be upset again. So I think the honeymoon period is going to be like three weeks. From the end of the cup to the start of free agency. There were a surprising amount of things in this Q&A that people seized on and overanalyzed. One, when he was talking about the captaincy, you know, that that spawned a lot. But I think the more interesting thing is when he talked about how he rooted for the – how dare he root for the Coyotes growing up. That's how he got into hockey. So he, selfishly, he wants to see them succeed. And this new owner is taking them in a good direction. And, oh, my God, he's leaving in five years. <laughs> First of all, the he liked the Coyotes growing up is not a new story. I know <laughs> it's literally been the story. What for did they want ever. him to say? I, I think on the the one particular sports that show that stuff should go unsaid. That usually goes unsaid. No, he's been saying it his entire life. It's well, no, no, no. Part it's all of his no. whole like thing. It's like, okay. he wouldn't be in the NHL. He has said he would have played baseball if he didn't grow up watching hockey here. It's okay if that team you're talking about is Toronto, though. Because we can show John Tavares and his Toronto oh, yeah. PJs, when he's a free agent, on every Sportsnet show that's ever existed. But if somebody talks about another team, oh no, that, that, that's, that's uncouth. The hypocrisy is uh, going to rage uncontrollably when they win a cup. It already does now, but now it's like cute and funny because it backfires on them every year. Right. But when they win a cup, yes, <laughs> when they're on the top of the world and they're hanging out in Jamie's window with one cup, it's not going to be cute anymore. Why would Austin Matthews come here? Doesn't he want to win? 
1967. <laughs> yeah. Who's who's won playoff series more recently? <laughs> but clear. this this was the sentence I think that freaked people out. I want to see this talking about the Coyotes. I want to see them successful, be successful, and grow the game even more throughout the state because it's an amazing place to live and play hockey. <laughs> so, he ergo, he plays hockey. He wants to live and yes. play hockey here. He does right now. It's clear, he? and Brian Burke says so. He's guaranteeing that he's going one hundred percent done deal because of the tax benefits uh, and the fact that you can write off your mortgage on taxes, which actually you can't do anymore. Yeah, but you know, Trump whatever. killed that. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He also did that uh, commercial in the ASU jersey, like the day before right. you made this interview. So I, I think so it's, he's probably coming yeah, back to play to for play Greg for Powers. ASU. Yeah, yeah. That that I think that makes more sense. Check to see if he has any eligibility left. Um, I mean, at this point, I hope he does. Well, but, sure, but for a number of reasons, as yeah, we talked about not in the just last for the Coyotes, show. though, like for Toronto, almost too. more so, just to spite the Toronto. factor. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It, um, it would be pretty crazy to see. I, as we talked about on the last episode, I, if this were another market, I think you brought it up initially. If it were another market, I could see it happening, more likely to happen at least. But to draw him out of Toronto, to 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 pry him out of hockey mecca, I think that's going to be really tough. I think. The I, I'll, I'll say a couple things. He, I mean, he is here every summer. He plays. Obviously, he was just playing, you know, working out, playing hockey around. That's oh how my god, him. is he good? When you stand on the boards of a just a practice rink and watch him, yeah. he's just so good. But to be in Phoenix, Arizona, in the summer does say more than being in like, oh, I'm going to go to my cottage in Minnesota for the summer. Well, it's 197 degrees here today, and he, he showed up. Craig, did you just give me the move it along sign? No, I was oh. saying he's a little bit crazy to be here. In, <laughs> yes. I mean, we don't even stay here in the summer. That's well, you don't. But well, Jamie you don't. And I, yeah, Luke yeah, and I do. We have work to do. We don't, we're not jet setters. Yeah. Um, so you set yourself Is up that what that. I am? Yeah, <laughs> kind of like that. You're, you're a jet setter. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing, we drive I drive everywhere actually. So mm-hmm. kind of know what the term would be setter. for that. You guys drive everywhere? Not everywhere. So weren't you in Europe at some point in the last like few years? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure you didn't drive that. We didn't drive. There's okay. a big ramp in Virginia, and if you hit it just right, you land in <laughs> yeah, Madrid. Like GTA style. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot not greater Toronto area style. But I mean, the fact that he he is here in the uh, in the summers, it's a little more. It, it it just all it does is show how much he likes it here, mm-hmm. um, which he just said there, and he said all along. I would say it's not so much can you pry him out of Toronto in five years. It's is Toronto going to drive him out of Toronto in the next five <laughs> that's, years? That's probably the way to frame it. And between, then if that's the case between the media coverage and and that's the other thing. I asked the question. What do you like about coming back here? And he, he talked about being a nice break, a chance to see family. And I said, and there's no media out there waiting for you. He's like, yeah, there's not 30 guys out there. <laughs> so everyone was like, oh, he hates the Toronto media. <laughs> no, no. I went there. He's just saying I he, forced him to answer. Yeah. I didn't really force him. I just brought it up and he said something funny. All he's saying is he can walk around the Nordstrom at Scottsdale Fashion Square and not have people bother him. Or he can ride his razor scooter around Scottsdale Road with, with Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. How did he talk Patrick Marlowe into coming here like a week or two ago, or a month or two ago, in the middle of the summer? <sighs> I would think I Patrick know. Marlowe knows better. He should know better. Um, I, I mean, it's it's going to be funny. What was the debate that you saw of if they win multiple cups? He's oh, more that was like the same league? show. Because uh-huh. it was like they were talking themselves into him leaving like yeah. they, every scenario they painted they've been was, doing that since they okay I could him. see him leave in this scenario yeah <laughs> like if if they win a cup or multiple cups or five I could cups. see him walking going home at that point because he's accomplished everything he did if this is an unmitigated disaster and they don't win who could blame him for leaving then okay so <laughs> is there something in between there I'm not, I'm not sure what what keeps him in Toronto then I can't imagine anything after you destroyed that city with your Q&A <laughs> <laughs> seriously uh, insane you will be lauded as a public hero if Austin Matthews comes to, to Arizona in five years. What was, it all started right here. This mm-hmm. was the flashpoint. What was Brian Burke's guarantee? Was it a guarantee? That he's leaving in five years. Okay. He's leaving. He to didn't come say here? Come, to come here. Just he just said he's leaving because he's going somewhere, anywhere in the U.S. It would, it would seem weird if he left and didn't, and, and the Coyotes weren't at least like major players right. in getting him. I mean, they should be like one of the finalists, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, as that show also mentioned... It's not like the Coyotes aren't going to have the cap space prepared for that year. It's not like they're going to go and go, oops, we only have $4 million available, sorry. <laughs> I do I like, imagine they'll take a run at him yeah. if he's available. The, the What you brought up earlier of the, well, it means he doesn't want to win if he leaves Toronto. Um, everything will be different in five years. Yes, yes. Every, everything. What won't be different? Let's play that game. Ottawa will probably still be terrible. As you mentioned earlier, Trump will still be president or probably be king at that point. <laughs> 
I just said it's possible. Well, we'll uh, see. I mean, we'll be entering, what, year four of the lockout at that point? So, I mean, that'll be fun. <laughs> oh. uh, Jamie paints such a rosy picture. That's, it's awful to think about, though. But if you think about it, Gary Bettman has not overseen the expiration of a CBA without a work stoppage. Yeah. It's the one thing. It's, it's, it's not the yeah. one thing, but it's the one thing I don't like that he's done. I understand. Legacy. Yeah. He needs to change that this time around. And again, I hope it does. But it's been telling because all of these big deals that have gone down, they're all lockout proof. They're all getting their money really early and a very little amount of money in the lockout mm, year. Boy. So that means they're worried. Did you guys read the Sean Gordon piece, by the way? The Athletic? No. You didn't? No. Okay. Read it to us. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, actually. I'm trying to pull Chapter up the uh, NHL standings from five years ago to see if anything has changed in the last five years. <laughs> uh, a few things, I'm, su- I'm sure. Five years ago, I... Well, I mean, that's that's the concept, right? Five like, years from now. counting 1920 as the fifth year? Because I can tell you kind of who won the cup uh, five years ago. No, but... Well, to be fair, I mean, Edmonton... I mean, something big happened for Edmonton, and it didn't matter. That's, oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> You guys know that was four years ago, right? Connor McDavid, going, Jack Eichel, and Dylan Strong. I'm going back to 2014 because 2014. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So I'm going to 1314. 14. 2000. Wait, which year? 1314. Oh, that lockout? That's that's five years back. <sighs> I'm just if the if the concept or if the idea is, well, Toronto's gonna be really good in five years and the coyotes aren't gonna be good in five years, I just want to see how different things were five years ago. Okay. So take a trip down memory lane with me. Mm. Things weren't that different. Pittsburgh was in first in the Metro. Boston. Who won won the Cup? Tampa. In Mm. 2014 was L.A., wasn't Mm -hmm. it? Where are they now? Gone. Possibly contracted. Detroit was a playoff team. Delegated. Mm -hmm. Washington missed the playoffs? How did Washington miss the playoffs? Eh. Because they didn't score enough points. We're just going to do that all night. Ottawa barely missed the playoffs. I don't remember a year Washington missed the playoffs with Ovechkin. Now you do. Yeah. I guess so. Colorado so, was in first, so it's just like now. <laughs> Sigh. Uh, Minnesota was in the playoffs, so we probably all blacked out in the first round. The Coyotes missed the playoffs by two points. Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Yeah, well, also, why are you doing this to our listeners? Because it's, that's it's, the this whole... boring podcasting. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> boring sleep over right. here. Jamie, why don't you go ahead and uh, take us to the next level here? Okay. Yep. Let's, <laughs> talk about, let's talk about another superstar that might be driven out of town in Canada, Connor McDavid. Yeah. That was good. Driven out of town? How? <laughs> How's he going to be driven out of town? Uh, How's he going to back leave? of a flat? He's under contract truck. forever. Yeah, he is. Oh. What? Know, on a stretcher? <laughs> if he can't move? <laughs> Are you concerned that he's still dealing with this knee injury, which was very obvious that he'd still be dealing with through the off season? Yeah, I mean, do you remember when that happened? I do. It was like, okay, he's missing next year, and this sucks. I, I just remember feeling very bad for Connor McDavid. In that he got hurt playing in a completely meaningless game, and when it yeah, when it happened, the Oilers are all meaningless. <laughs> it's true. That was the most meaningless of them all because it was at the end of the season. It looked like he was going to be out for a long time. Now it, we found out the next day. Remember, he wasn't going to be out for very long. Yeah. It was just the off season, basically. But it's a little concerning that it's still kind of hanging around in rookie camp is now a week away. And it's also disappointing that Connor McDavid answers questions, leading questions about you know not making the playoffs when he's asked them. <laughs> Oh, let's not talk about that story. That kind of stuff drives me crazy. He's, yeah. Let me back you into a corner, force you to answer a question, and then flip out about the answer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, that's obviously worse in some markets than other markets. You think? Yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what like what creates that. Is it just insanity from, from the media market? Is it just competition within the media market? I I think it it goes back to the fan base because in some way, when you're at a market, the fan base dictates media coverage to a certain extent. It sometimes dictates the amount of media coverage. If you're a team that is super popular, you have a lot of people covering you and not everybody they let in those rooms is always deserving of being in those rooms. So if you have a rabid fan base that is craving that kind of dissenting, sensationalist content... You're going to get people that decide, you know what, I'm going to cut my teeth by making that sort of content. Yeah, there are people that purposely do it. There are people and, that just ask bad questions. Yeah. And then there are Or journalists. sometimes you're just too close. <laughs> or sometimes you're just too close. You forget that you're a journalist and you become a fan that's covering the team. Yeah, that happens. And when that happens, that's when you see all the, these emotional questions. That's just, it, that concept is weird to me, 
to be a journalist and turn into an angry fan. You know what I mean? Like I understand. Oh, I like think it happens one more often than the other way around. I'm not saying it doesn't. The only, happen. The only time it doesn't it's happen. To me. So the only time it happens the other way is when you're being paid by the team to do that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, you rarely see independent. I wouldn't even call them journalists in this case, but independent people. If things are on a bad team and like being super positive, like they're going to take on whatever the tone of that fan base is because that's what's driving right traffic or that's what's driving conversation. Really, you, th- yes. you think it's it's so it's I've, overwhelmingly that way because yes. I think at the same time you have to go in the locker room and face the players that you're I, making I don't think stuff they th- up about. But I don't think they. I'm not saying they're making stuff up. They're just spitting it in the direction like it's taking a little piece here and then blowing it out of proportion. And I I would go a step further than that too, or just add something to that. You you say they got to go in the locker room and face people, but I think a lot of the people that do this sort of content or ask these sort of questions yeah. only show up occasionally. Or not and at they all. they rarely show up to face the music after they do something like this. That's fair. The guys that are there every day or the women that are there every day, I think you see far less of that behavior. Uh, I would also like to point out that the studio, somehow the lighting, it, it looks like a Queen video. Like everything is black except I can just see you guys in the light. It's very strange. It's a very artistic podcast okay. tonight. I don't have you, otherwise I'd sing. You had it last Galileo. week. Do you have any other bands with the number five in them? <sighs> Craig educated us on the Guess Who before the show. I didn't really educate you. I played two you songs. Played some songs. Yeah. I think you knew one already. I, I knew think both, you probably knew actually, both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then you called somebody a butter hunk, and then we started the show. Yeah, that's true. Started. The phrase "butter hunk" was discussed. Yeah, it was bantered you, about. I think you came up with. Butter I don't, hunk, I don't think I did. I think you did. Well, you made us dinner, and you said put a, a hunk of butter on that bread, and you did say butter hunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. which, and then you went farther with it. That further, would, further, not I, further, yeah. further. That should be a shirt. It, uh, Jesse Poliarvi. Yes. He found his way out of Edmonton and yeah, straight to, to Finland, the Edmonton of the East. <laughs> it's not a bad place to be. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a better place than Edmonton, I would argue. What a waste of a pick that turned out to be. Like, luckily, it doesn't happen to Edmonton too often. <laughs> or else there might be a problem. <laughs> oh, I mean, boy. that was not that long ago when he was... Was his number three pick? Yeah. I believe he's number three pick. Yeah, I... I... That was Matthew's year, so that was not very long ago. No, it really wasn't. It never seemed to work. Like there wasn't even flashes of it working there. And and I don't know if it's a if it was a misjudged talent. I mean, everyone expected him to go in the top five. It's not like they reached for a guy. There was talk but that year that he would go one leading up. Yeah, yeah. That he would go number one. And and again, in the leading up thing that we always talk about, where the very clear cut number one guy, we get sick of saying it, so we try to make up reasons why other people can go number one. But well, hold on, though. I'm saying more in the sense of well, okay, I shouldn't say number one, but in in the actual season leading up to the draft, there was a lot of talk he could go number two. And then remember, Patrick Laine jumped him in the World Juniors, I think, yep. and somehow Pierre Luc Dubois did too. And when I say somehow, I mean because Dubois is a good player and Bully Harvey's in Finland. You see what Edmonton's asking for him? No. <laughs> Did you see this? Adam no. Larson? Toby Reader? Well, they want a, they're hoping for a top nine forward or a first round pick. <laughs> Can we ever not I, give I just, a at sarcastic this point, Don't you just cut bait. What? Don't you just cut bait at this point? He's going to stay in Europe if the Oilers don't trade him. Yes. So don't you just cut bait at this point. Are you you're really looking for a great deal for him still? He, he's not going to play for you. You don't have any leverage. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be a, a concept around the NHL that some people just don't get. You don't yeah. have leverage in certain situations. No. And so get what you can. He'll be a throwing in a deal. Like that's the that's the sweetener you throw in a deal. Over under fifteen goals he ever scores in an NHL season going forward. Because <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm gonna go under. Really? Yeah, because not only does he have to come back and play full time, we then have to see that he has the ability to play at that level. Which again it's not that high of a level, fifteen goals. But I just I can't I can't write off a guy that was the fourth pick three years ago and say that he's just done. You know what I mean? Unless he doesn't want to come back. Well he wants to come back. He'll come back if he gets traded. Yeah, I think that's why he has the clause in the contract. Yeah. He can still return for December first. I just but think it just won't be to Edmonton. Yeah, and I think lost in the, in the shuffle of all Edmonton's cap mismanagement and everything. It's I shouldn't say it's lost, but it's kind of it's not talked about as much as some of the other stuff. That's got to be a real tough place to develop as a player. Like McDavid and Drysaddle are just so good that it yes. doesn't really matter. But if you're Pulleyarvi and you're getting bounced around and you're playing with guys like Lucic or whoever that shouldn't. It shouldn't be there. I mean, that's not really. Yeah. And and you're asking they asked Poliarvi to step right in, right out of the draft, basically, and, and help save that team, which he obviously couldn't do. I just think if he ends up on another team in like two years, I'll take the over on fifteen. Got a chance. Yeah. I really, 
thought you guys were going to have more to say. <laughs> Is this what happens when we eat? We just get like... Yeah, we just get like, we're going to like the food sleepy. coma right now. Yeah. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin. Is this a guarantee? He said Buffalo's Jamie, making the playoffs. It? Yeah. Uh, they, they, they will not be. Okay. So <laughs> counterpoint from Jamie. Counterpoint. Yeah, no. <laughs> um... <laughs> What is he supposed to say? I yeah, guess. I mean, and, but at the same time, you have to I, guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's tough for me to get upset at a player for that because yeah. you, you can't say the opposite because that's a disaster. God, that'd be awesome. That's a disaster. Did. I'm pretty sure we're not you making can, the playoffs this year. You can you can fudge that answer. Yeah. You can just say, yeah, I hope so. I, yeah. I think we we have a lot of things that are positive about this. You, you could you could so fudge that Fingers answer. Fingers crossed, So guys. easy to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with I him I guarantee it. it. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, no. I'm fine with him saying He's wrong. Oh, no. Who are you replacing? Who are they knocking out? Who isn't making the playoffs? There's teams in the East. That are... Well, the Lightning, Bruins, and Maple Leafs are in. Yes. Okay. I would say those are the only guarantee in Washington. The Sabres yeah, are going to finish like the Cavs are in. 13th in the East. What are we even doing? But that, that's the thing. You can drop those next four teams out and replace them with four other teams, and none of those four other teams are Buffalo. That's fair. Look what happened to the Blue Jackets. They were decimated. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the Rangers are ready yet. but they, boy, they They're better it. than Buffalo. The Rangers, Philadelphia, Florida, they're any of those better. teams are Rangers jumping. Rangers and Devils. Right, I'm going to name all the teams I'm confident in that the, the Sabres are going to be better than in the East. Ottawa, done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, next maybe. next yeah. segment. Does <laughs> Jamie have somewhere he has to be? All right, Jamie, let's talk about Austin Matthews. He's good. Next. <laughs> that that was your segment, Jamie. The Rasmus Dahlin oh, thinks Buffalo is going to make the playoffs. Uh, let's see. What else? That's, we said we were going to do this. Do you have your eight-division realignment plan? I have it up. Okay. In fact... What what drove me crazy about this whole thing was the, the with how quickly they moved the Coyotes to the Central Division without yeah that's just the easiest thing to do okay yeah you're right it is the easiest thing to do it's the laziest thing to do but did you consider anything else apparently not <laughs> I don't think they There's did I'm just like yeah. what's the what's the what um, involves the least amount of thought let's do that nobody I talked to ever has been like oh you live in Phoenix and you're out you're in the Central you're in the Midwest Midwestern U.S. out in Phoenix. Like we're the closest city to L.A., which is on the ocean, right? So, what do you guys like? Do you like uh, Do you like it in four divisions still? Would you like to see six divisions? Would you like to see eight? What's I like best. I like to see four. I like four division winners and four wild cards. That's how I would do okay. it and go back you mean to four in, in each conference. Yeah. So you answered Craig's question with an answer he didn't <laughs> an option he didn't even give you. Four so, each conference, yeah. Okay. Four divisions, so, so eight, eight total divisions. Yes. <laughs> so just to be clear, did you think Craig was asking us if we wanted a 16-team, 16-division league with one and a half teams in every division? <laughs> Oh, and also, what did you throw? Um, <laughs> I found it in the studio. You I, found this? Yeah. Okay, so you want eight teams in each division. What are your eight teams? What are your divisions then? No. Let's just start the whole show over. <laughs> Jamie wants eight divisions eight, four, of four. I want eight four-team divisions. Yes. Eight four-team four team divisions. That's what you want. Got yes. it. Okay. We've done that. In fact, I did this. Yes. yes we know. But a listener wrote okay. in and wanted us to revisit it. So what do you think of this alignment? And there's there's some options here, but it, it really bothered me, first of all, the Coyotes moved instead of I, – I like – I mean, I, I think they belong in the Pacific. you got to figure out what you're doing with Vegas still. Um but I think you can move Calgary and Edmonton together. It, it seems to make sense. I'm not sure why that's not on the table. So what do you think of a Northwest division with Seattle, Vancouver? Well, you could you could have Edmonton and Calgary in that division. Yeah. Have you guys looked at this? I mean, are you even looking at this? No, I'm not trying. On the, it's it's not pulling the, up. The, the issue that's going to be there is... <laughs> it's just, not pulling Nothing's up. pulling up. I told the, the, you guys that. Like, the issue there is... is not working. Who gets you le- send me the link? Who gets I'll, left out in the Southwest? If you do that, because to me, I think you have to go Sharks, Canucks, Oilers, Flames. And then you leave Seattle out. Mm, you got to have Seattle yeah, in there. What's, uh, there's you certain- could do Sharks, Canucks, Seattle. No, you could leave the Sharks out. You could you could go Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. Yeah. And you can but move San you Jose. Because you move them with the other California teams and you're leaving Vegas or Phoenix. Yep. So. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think you can move Vegas you could move Vegas with like Colorado, but, but they yeah. You, you, there are so many options on the table here. I just I think it's worth looking at the the overriding point I made here is why aren't they considering multiple options here? 
Yeah. Why is it just let's do this and be done with it? Who did you have in in the uh, Coyotes division? Because I I think it's almost. I just, San Jose, LA, and Anaheim. Yeah, I think you have to have the three. Cal- Arizona's not California, but it's much more California than Vegas is. Vegas is its own thing, you know. I mean, so to me, the Coyotes. Kings and Ducks have to be in the same division, and I would keep all the California teams in the same division. Well, I had an option where you go Seattle, San Jose, L.A., and Anaheim in a division, and then Vegas, Arizona, Dallas, and Colorado are in a division. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that, not terrible. That, yeah, that's the alternative. Yeah. Um, Luke's only comment was, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. I mean, if you remember, I mean, Dallas was in the Pacific at one point. I mean, it's not... That's not prohibitive travel. That's fine. Yeah. That would work. And, and look, I will... I'll take your side on this one. Of uh, anybody that's like, well, that breaks up the Kings Coyotes rivalry. First of all, it doesn't exist. Yeah, it, yeah. And secondly, rivalries don't end when you're not in the same division. It's uh, not like well, they're the going NHL to doesn't leagues. care about rivalries anyway. Yeah, you get to. It's f- clear when you, you break the up the Red the, Wings and the Blackhawks. No, rivalry, that you don't care about rivalries. Rivalries only happen in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, or, uh, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> apparently, the NHL only cares Buffalo, about rivalries. Ottawa. Woo. Rivalry night, smoking rivalry. Boston, Toronto in the first round of the playoffs again this year. Yeah. That's the only one we know for sure this year, though. At least, no, I mean, it's. I mean, you've been. You're high in Toronto. It's possible it could be Tampa, Boston in the first round. Yeah, it could be. But I mean, now that I know Toronto's losing Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner to Arizona and Zurich, it, it really changes everything. <laughs> um, give us some more of these divisions, Craig. Please oh, read to? us your divisions. <laughs> okay, you want the Eastern Conference? We got the Islanders, Rangers, Devils, and Boston. Wow, that's a tough travel division, isn't it? Yeah, anything in the East. Can you believe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you? It's just amazing when you when you look at the travel for the teams in the East. It's just so easy. They should have they to have take such an advantage. Tandem bikes to some of these games. <laughs> I like this idea. Yeah. Even things out a little. Bit. Only in winter. Definitely. Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, Buffalo. Mm. Okay, that it's would, basically four Canadian teams. That would keep Buffalo out of last. True, allegedly. Yeah. Okay, in the East, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Columbus, or Detroit. Ooh, hey. And Washington. In the South, I've got, again, some, some mixing up here. Nashville or Columbus with Tampa, Florida, and Carolina. So did you move any teams? Did you, like, switch conferences on very many teams? When you well, I really want to switch Detroit. Back to where they're supposed to be? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, did you see Max Domi's comments on Toronto fans versus Montreal fans. I did not see those. Really? I this falls right in line with everything else you were just saying of ask a leading question, the guy answers it, and then everybody freaks out, typically yeah. in Toronto. Somebody asked him about the fans in Montreal, and he said they are, I don't have the exact quote, but he was like, far and away the best fans in hockey. And everybody's like, you're from just, Toronto. How could you possibly say that? And then he got, he got pulled on a TV show in Toronto and basically interrogated about it. What are you supposed to say about your own fan base? He handled it pretty well, honestly. He's like, I play there. I've Fair only enough. played there and Arizona. So those are the fan bases I know. So here's here's the full quote for Max Domi. I was pretty lucky as a kid to grow up around the same sort of vibe in Toronto with my dad, but Montreal's a whole other level. I get it. Toronto's got their fans and Leaf Nation is pretty big, but there's nothing even close to Montreal and their fans down there. The fan base for the Montreal Canadiens is second to none. What a monster. And fi- by the way, finishes that off with, I will take this, this is a nice little jab. They've won 24 Stanley Cups. That's all that needs to be said, really. Sorry, it's a pretty simple answer. Sorry. It's been a long sorry, time since sorry. they won a cup. But sorry. It's just saying. It's been a very long time. Sorry for facts getting 93? in the way. 93? Montreal, yeah, right? Yeah, 93. Yeah. Last Canadian team to win Last a cup. Last Canadian team to win a cup. Do you want to sing again? I'd rather not. I don't really have my singing voice tonight. I don't think I've ever been around you when you've had your singing voice. No, this is interesting. hurtful. It, it really is, isn't it? I feel um, like I'm just going to be quiet for the rest of the show. No, don't do that, Craig. Yeah. You're the best part just of this show. Press the cough button. <laughs> just hold it down. Yep. <laughs> you could just not talk. You don't have to hold the button down. Just have Luke turn off your mic again. That may or may not have happened. We have no visual proof of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a listener write in a couple weeks ago, and we said we were going to actually do this, and we were doing it. The best goalie tandems. In I'm each guessing division. Yes, in each division. Yeah. Oh, this we're was, not talking by country? No, it was, would you rather have Finland. Brendan Shinneman or Hendrick no. Samuels? Or Brandon Gormley. <laughs> this was actually not that difficult. And that's Jamie talking. Yeah, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> Jamie can't dress himself. It really isn't that difficult. There, as you noted, uh, the Metro is really the only d- division where it's pretty tough to figure this out. So why don't... All right, I'll do the Pacific. Okay, go ahead. It's so hard. Yeah, it is. I'll, I'll go with the Coyotes. It really is. It, it, it really Coyotes. is. It's pretty clearly yes. them. Let me ask you this, though, before we kind of go through these. Did you view that question as 
like which one has the best balance or if a team has just a monster of a starting goalie are you just saying like as long as the backup goalie can stand up that helps uh i i looked at it as more of a like a like give, give, give the starter 55 games and give the backup the re- the remaining 27 okay that kind of a thing okay so not not a true split but close a partnership yes all right a relationship okay sorry i'll stop right there we're going to have to pull out the tandem bike again. All right, Jamie. So, so Arizona's very clear. Uh, the Central, it's Nashville for me with Rene and UC Saros. Yeah. You didn't want to go with Colorado, huh? Just no, actually, the number two for me in that division, Chicago. Yes. that's See, that's, By that's the way. my only argument. With Robert Len, Robin Leonard going there to back up Corey Crawford, that's, that's, that's a pretty, pretty good. solid duo right there. want to yeah. see if he plays near that level again, Agreed. but... Yeah, I think Chicago's number two in that. Just to be clear, Colorado might be last in that division. I was just setting you up. You're not sold on Philip Grubauer? Well, I mean, who's his backup right now? Well, I mean, are you even sold on Grubauer I'm, yet? I'm not Has yet. Has he proven it? I, he, no, not he, yet. No, yeah, he's got to do it again. Not compared to the other starters in that division. No. Um, okay. Sorry. Metro? I don't know. The Metro, to me, it seemed like the Rangers. It's the Rangers or the Caps, and but the Rangers is like, I guess it's the Rangers, but there's not really great... Backup goaltending, nope. no. Metro. That is still like the old school division. Like those those teams really rely on their primary starter a lot. Yeah. Unless you were the Islanders, they don't have to fly anywhere. Yeah, that's true. You institute the tandem bike rule, and we'll see how that changes. They don't even have to bring go to both splits goals. then. Yeah, well, then all of a sudden that'll change. Both goalies on the same bike. Yeah, <laughs> wearing full pads, obviously. Yeah. All right, who you got in the Atlantic? What would Sean Avery do to the people like riding? If it was two goalies riding bikes. What would Sean lane. Avery do? That's have you seen, Have you followed this like Sean Avery crusade about the bike lane thing? This is a real thing. I didn't make this up. Oh, I just thought he hated goalies. No, just Google it. Um, well, if I Google it, you'll stop talking. You'll be like, why aren't you talking, Luke? <laughs> so I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> Who you got in the My Atlanta? My plan is going to Boston. Boston. Yeah, me too. Boston? Boston. Boston. <laughs> Tuka. Yeah, and, and especially with, with Yarrow Halak playing so well last season, you, you got to go with that tandem. Who has the worst? Ottawa. Well... <laughs> yeah, it might be Ottawa. Hmm. I mean, Buffalo's not awesome either, but... Hmm. Linus Olmark and Carter Hutton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's not great. Yeah. It feels well, like... Okay, go ahead. Craig broke. <laughs> what it about feels, LA? It feels like Jimmy Howard's been the goalie. Jonathan Quick is not Jonathan Quick anymore, is he? No. No, but... He's also not Linus Hallmark. Hey, I know. How about Edmonton? Oof. Well, you've got Koskinen. And? And? How do what, we what think, do you mean, and? and? That's not even a start. <laughs> How do we feel like Mike Smith is uh, And who's the starter? How long before Mike Smith is the starter in Edmonton? Uh, like a week. It's yeah. funny, too. I'm looking at this list. They do have Smith listed as the backup. Yeah. He'll When's their first back-to-back game? Like, Smith gets, like, a shutout, and then he's the, the starter for... I could see Smith playing well in Edmonton. For Can you? Well, for a little bit. I could see him going on a run, but I can also see him flipping out on his teammates because he doesn't have a defense there and uh, them just all going into shells for 60 games. <laughs> That's right. He could ruin the locker room. Yeah. Oh, man. So. I'll just rip them all. There's some teams I really just want to... I don't even need to watch their games. I'm, I'm waiting just... for the Mike Smith quote. We only have two players. <laughs> yes, we've all been saying that for three years. Yeah, we knew that when you signed. <laughs> Well, let's face it. I mean, um, yeah, he didn't have a lot of options. No, he did not. Finland. Uh, yeah, he could have played Pulley Arvey. <laughs> he could play with Mitch Marner and Zurich. Are you going to drop your eye from Cole Harbor? No, we haven't oh. talked about Nate McKinnon or Sidney Crosby yet. We never talk about the Penguins on the show. We just talked about the Metro and skipped right oh, over you, them. Oh, can we talk about you didn't bring your Ducks? I, forgot the, I didn't forget the Ducks. I had to come straight here. I thought you purposely left the Ducks. Where did you abandon well, the Ducks? I didn't purposely leave the Ducks. I didn't want to leave them in the car because you guys got in my head that that could actually negatively affect them, even though they are stuffed Ducks. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, I took them home. Are they flammable? Uh, I'm sure a couple of them are, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I had to work and didn't, yeah. A likely so. story. If you want, we can pause the podcast and I can go home and get them right now. Just line them all up right here. Where are the ducks really, Luke? I can't tell you that, Greg. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's uh, classified information. Mm-hmm. Duck trafficking. <laughs> Trick maroon. <laughs> Because there is no better transition than from duck trafficking to anything. Patrick Maroon signed with Tampa. Who he's gonna? Who's he gonna play with? Do you know who he's gonna play with? Come on, he's the luckiest guy in no, the world. Yeah, this is what, Patrick Maroon. He is. He's the luckiest he's go, player in the NHL. Let's go from like Getzloff to Connor McDavid to Steven Stamkos. 
Yeah. And he won a cup in there, too, didn't he? Did he just win a cup last year? Yeah. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Did he play with O'Reilly at all? I don't know if I don't he played. I don't, I don't think he ever played, played on the top O'Reilly. line. But he, played with way, point. he won a cup. He scored a big goal. He'll play with Braden Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bank 10 goals off of him. He'll have another great season. Well, he, just, he can replace Mika Rotten when he never signs. Maybe he's just a genius. Maybe so. I think he's just a lucky dude. Yeah. I don't know. He's been smart. Uh, <laughs> well, do we want to talk about Evgeny Kuznetsov? I think Jamie had something to say about this. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. What are you saying? Well, I, I can't because you didn't set me up for the joke that we talked, we did in the pre-show. So oh, this, I'm sorry, this it's is my job awkward. to set him up now. Apparently, I'm just I'm, I'm just here to tee in, things in, up for Jamie. I don't think Jamie got his nap today, role. and he is he's very fussy. <laughs> okay, uh, never mind. Here, let's let's try it again. Um, that's uh, I'm trying to remember the the not even funny joke we have to set up for Jamie. Oh, no, it's later so on the show. It's I know so there's a listener question, but okay. what am I going to do now? All right, we'll I, come back to Jamie it. Jamie only wants to answer listener questions, and he's not going to even address any of the other show topics. Um, well, this one maybe this. I mean, what, what else is there to say about Kuznetsov? We all saw the cocaine. We all saw it with our eyes. But uh, <laughs> apparently, it was fine two months ago, and he's like, "That's not mine." No, oh, okay, you're good, huh? Direct test said otherwise, didn't it? Uh, he has to get in trouble for this for the NHL, right? Like he, they can't just be. Oh yeah, it's cool that like the intern, the IHF suspended him for four years. He could be on the ice in game eh. one. <laughs> we'll look the other way. What is wrong with you guys? I, don't know. I want Thomas Grice in <laughs> somehow in a, a leadership role with the NHL. Mm. Let's go to Thomas Grice. He'd be a true disciplinarian. <laughs> <laughs> that gets three <laughs> from Thomas, so we're good. Uh, Scotty Upshaw, PTO with Dallas. I like Scotty Upshaw. I like Scotty Upshaw, yeah. too. Good guy. Might be their youngest player in the show notes. Who who wrote that note? Uh, who did the show notes? Luke did the week? show notes this week. <gasps> That's right. That We should be focusing on that right now. Which is probably you why did the show notes. Jamie doesn't want to <laughs> participate. In the show. Yeah. <laughs> no participation. It's either me. subconscious or not. It doesn't matter. It's still hurtful, Jamie. I made dinner. Yep. Luke did the show notes. And, and I'm know. here. Jamie. We're all equal. Jamie uh, didn't I'm even bring here. his personality tonight. <laughs> his one job. And even that's just the kind of like we let him do it because we're nice. Hurtful. Yeah. Not untrue, but hurtful. Um, okay. Yeah. Get to listener questions because I've got a bunch of them now. Let's do that. Sounds like a, a good night to have a quick show. <laughs> we all have like full bellies. Full bellies and haven't slept in three days. <laughs> Huh? Um, now now oh, the truth wait, comes yeah, out. Okay. Wait a minute now. What's Rose, the story behind that? Rose. Nothing fun. No, no, tell us. No, please. It's work. Sure. Make something up. Okay. Moving stuff. That's it's really funny. not fun. Work and moving stuff. Uh, Rose writes in, is this a reasonable ask for Pugliarvi? We already discussed it earlier in the show, but obviously she didn't know that. No. Yeah, they really just need to kind of move him. Yeah. At this point. Cut bait. He has the leverage. Uh, Pat? I know we addressed this a week or two ago, but again, any truth to the Jake Gardner to Arizona rumor shared by Friedman? Didn't see the fit. It's, I, I think it's kind of where we are, too. Yeah. yeah. Who's he going to replace? I, I don't see it. I, I mean, I don't think the Coyotes are looking to do much to their blue line. I don't see that happening. Unless he comes ultra cheap. but Or like on a one-year deal or something. Right. You're like, all right, well, whatever. Sure. You said LTIR space, but... Um. Napoleon wrote in, Ooh, so that's. Really? I feel like we should at least listen. Really? Any update on the potential nixing of the Coyotes moving to the Central? You know, this is such a question Napoleon would ask. Is, is it? No. What makes it Napoleonic? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Because it was uh, a short question? No, we kind of just talked about the, uh, the realignment plan, and no, there's no update on it. Uh, I don't think we're going to see much until we get closer to Seattle joining the league, but hopefully... They will revisit it and not just opt for Coyotes to the Central. It's because they're moving to Houston. I would like That's to... That's not true. Okay. Don't someone start quoting me and saying Craig Morgan said they're moving to Houston. They're not moving hmm. to Houston. Just crop that part out. Craig Morgan said... There it is. Can we just remind everybody again as a public service, how many NHL teams have switched locations this century? It's just Atlanta, right? Unless I'm forgetting somebody. They don't like to relocate teams. It's not the NFL. That's it. That's the last, last, mm-hmm. last resort. Um, Eldon writes in. I'd like to remind everybody that if you, uh, if this is the first time you've ever listened to the show, please We're do sorry. not rate and review the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Just forget about that. Yeah. Uh, Eldon writes in. You can bring any former NHL player back into the league today in their prime. Who do you bring back? I have Brett Seabrook. 
<laughs> That's only going to last a week, and then he's going to be back to where he is now. Yeah. I said Mike Ribeiro put him on the same line as Kuznetsov. Oh, there it is. He that set was, himself that was the up. The live oh. Jamie's been waiting on that line for 47 minutes. Oh. And it's, are you going to be able to do the rest of the show now? I, I, think, I think I can. Okay, good. We're almost done. Um, I would bring back Lemieux. Mm, that makes sense. That would be something you would do. It, I understand it would be something I would do, but... Um, because I don't know if the NHL Network's doing this on purpose or not, but as if sensing that the Penguins are done, they have started playing all these different specials on the Penguins, and they did like a three-hour like history of the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday morning, which I may or may not have watched. I just want to see Mario Lemieux play hockey again. Like, that guy... I'd rather not. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I have some painful memories. Is there any player in the league today that reminds you of him? I was trying to describe this to somebody, and the only one I could think is... Malkin at his best is like Lemieux's baseline, based on the part of his career I saw and the highlights I've seen of his earlier career. I can't think of a player. He's he was unique. He was unique. This is great stuff, huh? Did you guys make Jamie a pact has, to Jamie give no answer. short answers? Yeah, yeah, I have no answer. Mario Lemieux, not Claude. I, Lemieux. I wasn't watching hockey that closely when Lemieux played. It'd be just it wouldn't be appropriate for watching, me to. I was watching comment. torture the Blackhawks in the Cup final. Well, just watching the highlights on that show, like. I understand it's different. The defense is different. The goaltenders were different. But I don't... He didn't look like he was AKA moving. horrible? Yes. Or, or yes. I mean, they yes. would just dive out of the way. It was, right. Or, yeah. yeah. Or shots from the boards would somehow find their way yeah, to the it's, far it's, side. It's like, it's like when, that, when Putin plays... Yeah, it's like when Putin plays hockey. And all of a sudden, like the right. goalies are going out of their way to let, <laughs> let him score eight goals. They would just, like... The goalie would kick out his left skate, and it would just blow yeah. past him. Right. Like, ah, well, yeah. whatever. Get you next time. And then he'd start smoking a cigarette and goal. Um, Nikolai Habibullin we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he was a throwback. No, I just I, it, Lemieux never looked like he was moving that quickly, and everybody was just like falling out of his way. So I don't know. That's who I would bring back. You guys don't have real answers for the question. Okay. No, I can't go with Brent Seabrook. I ca- you can. I hope this. I hope all of our dreams come true. I would take Cup era Brent Seabrook. Yes, when he was scoring big goals. Uh, this is another good question. <laughs> when, that... when he belonged in an NHL roster spot. <laughs> 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 This is another good question that I'm guessing we'll not get an answer that's more than three syllables from Jamie tonight. From Ziv. Ziv. Which rookies outside of Kako and Hughes are you excited to watch this season? Barrett Hayton, uh, obviously. Uh, the other Hughes. Quinn okay. Hughes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Brandstrom, I think, is going to be an interesting player to watch. He was the key piece in the Mark Stone deal. He's someone that I think can step in and have some success right away. I mean, he's place for Ottawa, so you have to like kind of watch Ottawa games. But You don't have to. You just watch the highlights. So those, I think those would be good names. Cody Glass in Vegas. Cody Glass is interesting, yeah. The uh, Corey Proman is now down to, I think he's counted from 31 to 9, right? Okay. That's the most recent on his farm system rankings. And I put this in the notes. I don't know how much of a talking point it is, but the fact that Vegas is number 11, and, and I'm not disputing his, uh, his claim, but just Vegas has had three drafts, and they've build up a farm system that is reputable and they've traded away picks already too and i i think that says a lot one it's it says two different things to me one it says vegas has done a good job yes. managing their assets but two i think it says more about where we are in terms of nhl prospects right now which is it's all about what you've done for me lately you have a very small window even now even with these young players to kind of get guys to the point where they look like they're going to be impact players for you or they're not they're yeah. these are these two three four year windows that really, at that point, in the prospect community, people give up on you after that. And, and another point, we're, we're ranking teenagers, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of Craig's room out. for error in there. Yes. Uh, okay. we got- Did we mention Kale McCarr, by the way? I think he's still a oh, rookie, isn't he? Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but Jamie doesn't acknowledge that That's team. true. He hates Colorado. Yeah. Um, we did get a lot of questions the about— The entire state, right? Yeah, all of it. Okay. <laughs> Starting yeah. a uh, fantasy hockey league. We're going to put Craig Morgan in charge of that because he loves fantasy hockey mm-hmm. and mock drafts. What a- what a league this will be. I'm about a fantasy, fantasy hockey mock draft from Craig. Oh, yeah. Why don't you do that for us? I, 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 I need 15 rounds from you on the athletic. <laughs> My nightmare. I so hope they ask you to write fantasy that. I hope draft. so. Have uh, it to us tomorrow. Dangle Snipe Belly. What would a good Houston team name be if they ever wanted slash get a team? This is a good question. Coyotes. Uh, wow. The butter hunks. <laughs> If we're going to go minor league on it, then the Butterhunks is as good as anything. He didn't say an NHL team. He just said a team. A team. Yeah. Like, did he name a sport? No, he really didn't. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> maybe it's a Let's go with oh, he's, taking, he's taking the Lamar Miller news really poorly then. <laughs> Seriously. 
I think it would have to have something to do with the space industry, don't okay. you? Sure. I still don't know what it's going to be. You can't I, be the rockets. You can't be the stars. stars. What else, what else stars. are you going to be? You can't be the astronauts. like the stars anyway. Yeah, but like, what else, no, what else, what else is there in space? It should have been lone stars. Emptiness? No, lone stars. I don't know. Black holes? Mars? Supernovas. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The uh, Novas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not feeling it. The Houston no. Mars versus the Dallas Stars? Never mind. I don't want that. The, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, not working. Uh, the, yeah, asteroids. No. Aliens? No. no. Or they can just do the thing they do in, <laughs> or just do the thing you do in Europe and just add like oh, that's not a, HC after it. Texas. Uh, just, uh, you got to be careful no, with yeah, the border okay. and all that. Yeah. Just, go, just go Houston HC. Let's give up. Do what yeah. Europe does. What happened? Yeah, there we go. I, I looked Houston away. Hockey Club, God, done. I, I looked away from MLS for like a year or two. Every team is just FC now. FC or like sporting. What sporting happened? Houston. Yeah. Hockeying Houston. Hockeying Houston. HH. Just put big HH in that front. Sounds like their slogan. Uh, also from Dangle Snipe Belly, best burrito from an NHL city. It's probably here. It probably is I'm here. Say, yeah. Um, there's, there's not a lot of options there. There are a lot of options here, though. There's yeah, a lot of good there, burritos. Well, is down. there a place? Uh, you, you know all the random food places that happen to be near the Honda Center. Is there one there? I, I don't um, know about Anaheim. There probably is something. We well, told us the greatest pizza in the world is in The in best Anaheim. pizza I have had is in Costa Mesa. And they can't see us rolling our eyes. You guys can roll your eyes all you want if you guys ever had it. Pizza. No. Now, I, that, to be clear, because this is a very important subject, I'm not saying go to Costa Mesa for all your best pizza. I'm saying or if you go rank, to Costa Mesa at all. If you, it's right up, right next to Huntington Beach. It is a pretty yeah. nice area. So if yeah. if uh, if you ranked all the top thousand pizzas in the U.S., I'm guessing Costa Mesa has one of them, and New York has like 180 of them. We should do that. All quit our jobs and just rank the top 1,000 pizzas in America. I'm in. Jet setters. Let's do it. Let's tonight. do it. Well, Craig's going to drive everywhere, but yeah, you and I can right. fly. Car setters. And then Austin Matthews and Patrick Marlowe can follow behind us yep. on Razor scooters. Uh, Greg. Yes? Hi, Greg. When is the next Natty Hattie meetup? Also tell Luke not to leave his kids alone in the car, especially the penguins. They don't like heat. No, well, we them at home. Greg, yeah, this time. Good are, point, are, too. Are they, are they crate trained? Uh... Jackie is. Mm. He's getting frustrated with the others. The penguins are the two penguins are very small, mm. very small. So the the droppings are also small. Oh, is that what you're saying? Until the season starts, then there's the whole the whole season. It's <laughs> just one big dropping. The way it looks. Uh, when's the next Matt, Hat, Natty Hattie meetup? Uh, we should do it soon. Yeah, I uh, I okay. don't know. Yeah, we are going to do one at some point. Where? Where's it going to be? Uh, Costa Mesa. Costa Costa Mesa. Get some pizza. <laughs> you guys can make it, right? Yeah, Murdoch. How long is too long in Vegas? Third night. Third night. Simple. This is just, you, third night's when your whole life comes to an end. The fact that Jamie and I both agreed on something without hesitation—that's mm-hmm. it. First night is great. Yep. And, and and I mean, there's some variance to how much you're enjoying the second night based on when you got there. Like if you got there early morning first day yeah. and the first night, whereas if you you got there like at eight in the evening on the first night, you kind of got shortchanged. But you don't want to be there that third night. No. Do you gamble? No. Okay. Well, then what do you do for two nights in Vegas? Eat. Okay. He does eat. Uh, I and play you, poker. I don't. And find frozen I don't gamble at all. Yeah. Actually, I'm not a Vegas fan. So. Okay, but two nights. Two nights is fine. Yeah, two, yeah three days, two nights is fine. I could, yeah, I could. But, I it's, could it's, but it's also directly proportional to, it's the inverse of how many times, your enjoyment is inversely affected by how many times you have to go to the ATM. So if you're already at that ATM like three or four times, you, you're not enjoying yourself. Yeah, I just think Vegas gets depressing after the, the, the third day. Vegas gets depressing after about six hours, but Which that's not the point. Just the entire, just the whole feeling of the city. But that whole, the reason why you do it is that you don't let yourself become sober enough to be aware of Ah, so this is the secret. Yes. Well, Jamie and I got to, to the third night being the worst two very different ways, mm-hmm. and yet we still met at the same yep. reaction. I'm usually just there for the NHL award show, so that's what media day leading into the first night, the award show leading into the second night. Yeah. You have some Vegas around that. But that, that that's what's best, because you can kind of distract yourself. I can't imagine actually having like 72 unencumbered hours in Las Vegas. You'd have to mix in a hockey game. Something. Yeah. This sounds like the plot line for a movie. Let's not know. No? Okay. Hangover 17? No. More hungover than before? Domsky. Jack Johnson is a stud. Well, Domsky, mm. that's a lie. Well, like, if you put, if you put a stud... Actual stud in the middle of the ice, it might block more pucks than Jack that's, Johnson. That's Jackie the Duck might be a stud, though. Yeah, Jackie gets some stuff. there, huh? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, <laughs> unless you're talking about, isn't Jack Johnson a guitarist in Hawaii? Yeah. Isn't Craig Morgan a country singer in America? We don't know things. things. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of different things. Uh, yes. <laughs> Richard can, can, Morin. Can, I want to know can you hear the steam like leaving the show as we're doing it? No, it was gone a while ago. I'm just trying it's to get through these questions here. and. 
Uh, Out the door? Yeah. Thoughts on Brandon Tanev? <laughs> Who's that from? Hmm. This is why we need Jackie. Well, I named I named one of my ducks after Brandon Tanev, so you know my thoughts. Did you name – was it the duck or was it the whatever thing? It was a mallard. Yeah. It was a small, that's a duck, Jamie. Uh, Glad he's not a coyote or a blackhawk. Hmm. Kind of wish he wasn't a, a penguin. Uh, do you want to answer any of these? There's a lot of questions here. How about the most recent question that just came in? And by the way, there were three escape prisoners. Did you see the signs on yeah, the freeway on the tonight? Freeway. They were in a red SUV. Uh, no. If you were, if you three were escape prisoners, hmm. what three supplies would you bring, and where would you hide? Uh, so we each get one supply. Basically, is that Apparently. how this works? I mean, not counting food. I was going to say I'd probably have yeah. to bring the food because neither of you would think yeah. of it. Uh, I guess I'd bring the show notes and Jamie would bring his personality. Right? <laughs> done and done. <laughs> what a waste. Where would we be hiding? Item. Costa Mesa. Are we not hiding here right now? <laughs> uh, Florida Panthers game. <laughs> Who the heck knows where we are right now? <laughs> yes, I'd be hiding in Costa Mesa. If you're ever looking for me, I'm either hiding there or in some sort of Italian restaurant. A Panthers game is a good option. They yeah. never find us there. Or Marlins game. Well, but if they did find us there, it'd be really easy to find us once you got in the arena. It's true. True. It's There's people yeah. there. <laughs> hey, what are those guys doing? It's that guy with the personality doing over there. Uh, All right, I think that's it. Mercifully. It really? You sure? Yeah. Okay. Are we ever going to do another one of these? Podcast? Yeah. In fact, we're doing something special next week, aren't we? Are we? Aren't we? Uh, well, we're previewing a division. A division. <laughs> Wait, what week is next week? Oh, we got this week. I can't get out of here soon the enough. First week of September. <laughs> yes. I believe Labor Day week, yeah. I believe Sebastian Noren's going to be here. Is he now? Oh yeah, the in studio appearance. Does that mean yes. we have to preview a certain division? Well, I I need to or double just check teams with Swedes on them. The <laughs> No, but Teams with Swedes is, is going to be the name of that particular podcast. He uh he has asked I don't know if it's next week or the week after. Whatever week he's here, we're gonna do the Metro because he covers Columbus now. But he has asked for many Swedish questions from the listeners. Okay. So we'll send out a tweet for that. They don't have to be hockey related. Is he definitely here that. next week or are you not certain? It's it's either next week or the week. Okay. He's he's here the like the fourth to the ninth. We can pull up his flight information for everybody if you want. Yeah, can we, can we check his flight number? So we're gonna get Give the uh, Eastern Conference yeah. out of the way first. Because nobody really cares about those teams, do they? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> so it'll either be the Metro or the Atlantic yes. next week. So one week preview for each division, and then the fifth week we will preview the Coyotes in depth, obviously, going into the start of the season. Los Coyotes. Rookie camp begins next Thursday here. Uh, I don't know where you're listening from, what team you're following. I would assume the Maple Leafs are still going to go through with the season, even though Austin Matthews is leaving in five years and Mitch Marner is basically retired. Yeah. yeah. But uh, every team rookie camp, I think, starts next week at some point. Good times. Yeah. I'm excited. Jamie's fired up. Hockey's finally back. Fired up. <laughs> Jamie has closed his laptop and is walking I'm out to close, of the I'm going to close my eyes in a second. <laughs> it's 8 o'clock. All right. For what I think Things was been rough. what I think was Jamie Eisner and Craig Morgan, I'm Luke Lipinski. Thanks for listening to the Natural Hattrick Podcast. I don't even have anything here.